This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. Shall we start to hear now? This is a story now as well that is of worry. Nearly half of the people living in the city of Joburg's properties do not pay rent and collectively owe the city more than 250 million rand. According to the Johannesburg Social Housing Company, or Joshko, uh, which manages the metro's rentals, about 8,900 tenants live in 34 uh, properties. Uh, in its annual report, it tabled during the city's annual general meeting of its entities recently, Joshko's collection levels continue uh, to, it was revealed that Joshko's uh, collection levels continue to decrease with only 56% against a target of 90% in the 2021-2022 financial year. Let's get more on this one. Joined on the line now uh, by the Chief Operations Officer, uh, Joshko Temba Matibe. Good morning and thank you for your time. Oh, good morning, Tavisa, and good morning to the Power FM listeners. Thank you for having us. Yeah, all right. Let's just put this uh, number into perspective. 250 million. Over what kind of time period are we talking here? So we're looking at about um, just before COVID. Um, just just before COVID, the number was around about 50 million, but the number decreased, um, increased drastically during the COVID period because a lot of our tenants that are staying in our projects usually are people that earn between 1,807 to 22,000 rand. And they were drastically affected by COVID. And many of our tenants got, um, during the lockdown, um, we just saw a decline in the rental payments. And majority of our tenants are receiving salary um, reductions. Um, some were laid off. Mm. And some were self-employed. And their business was closed down during the COVID period. So that's where we saw um, a huge decline in our um, in our rental collection. Mm. What are the what, what, just uh, what kind of property sizes you're talking? About? You've spoken about the kind of ranges of uh, the people who re- normally rent from you, the their income bracket in which they fall. What kind of rental are we talking about? The amounts in rental that uh, we are talking about here. So we're looking at um, tenants that are paying between um, your nine hundred rand to at most two point five, right, um, to three thousand rand. Mm. So basically, what we are. As Joshko, we are one of the 16 housing programs where we're basically assisting those low-income earners mm. who don't qualify for a bond, who don't qualify for a FLIS or a PNG, but um, they're looking for a place to stay. So we basically provide um, a very affordable uh, rental rate, which the city subsidizes a uh, majority of it, working together with the National Department of Human Settlements through uh, the regulator, which is called um, SHRA. So we we have those tenants, and what our type of rooms and units that we have basically, we have studio apartments, we have one bedrooms, we have two bedrooms, um, apartments as Joshko. So most of our buildings are found in the inner city of Johannesburg. There are some around Dobsonville, some in Terfontein, and so on. Mm. And we try as much as possible to bring these different units close to our transport nodes, mm. and also to the areas of business within the city of Johannesburg, so that. Those who are working around an area, they don't have to travel so far, mm. um, and they still pay an affordable rental while they're still working towards right. maybe, maybe getting a better job so that they can qualify for a bond or so on. So what happens now when people are defaulting on rent? Um, uh, are there arrangements that they enter into? And uh, at what stage now do you start going after them? After how many months rent is outstanding do you start to you know, get debt collectors onto people? 
So we, we usually follow a 90-day process. Um, once it reaches 90 days, the, the provision for pet debt uh, for that tenant, we will then... Um, we, we do encourage, we, we will then um, um, hand over the account to the debt collection companies and if they're owing more than 10,000 rand. But what, what options that are currently available, what, which we've been having, we've had a lot of tenant engagements in all our Joshua properties to actually um, understand what is troubling the tenants. And we ask tenants also to come through, to come forward, because, you know, every lease is between you and the tenant. It's not a lease with, with the whole um, community. So... We then wanted to understand every circumstance um, that we faced with, and then we developed a rental collection strategy. And one of those strategies that we came up with was um, signing of acknowledgement of debts so that people can make um, payment arrangements as one. The second one, we, we started having promotions such, such as um, reversing and freezing of interest to help in, in, in paying off the debts. If someone enters into a payment arrangement with us, it makes no sense for us to continue charging them uh, um, interest on, on, on their debt. But also what we've, we've, we've also developed is what is called uh, vouchers, of settlement, uh, vouchers for settlement discounts mm. uh, between 5 and 50% where someone would come in and say, I'll settle this amount, maybe if I'm owing a debt of, um, of um, 10,000 rand, and they, settle, um, they say they're willing to settle the debt um, immediately, the amount, will, they'll pay maybe 6,000 um, 6, rand, and then we'll write off um, mm. the, like 500 rand or so on in that amount and so on. Now... Then also... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what just also, finish that thought. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so what also what we've done, we've also looked at our rates and we have advised the city council to look at the sun, the rates that our tenants are paying. And we really, really worked around making sure that we try and devise the rates and make them as affordable as possible. And we didn't even increase most of our rentals in some of our properties because we tried making we looked at the circumstances that people are going through and we, we tried making them standard and as um less than what the market related rates are as possible. Yeah. So, to what extent then? Uh, let, let's just. Uh, you, I see that you've now hired debt collectors uh, to try and recover some of this debt, um, but uh, now you've had to uh, enlist the additional debt collect comp- debt collection companies to try and recover some of this debt. I mean, what is what difference are they going to is it going to make when you add more debt collecting companies? Because clearly, there's a problem in collecting the debt. It doesn't really matter who's. Uh, um, who, who you have enlisted or contracted to try and collect it? So previously, what, what we had done, we had not divided our properties uh, into different portfolios. So as the new executive management, because we are still new uh, in the company, what we then discovered that we needed to categorize our, our properties into different portfolios. So the initial debt collection company was collecting for the entire company, and they were only focusing. They were focusing on the debt book for the whole company. So we then said. The quickest route of making sure that we deal with this debt and we identify debt that is irrecoverable and debt that's recoverable. What we then did, we divided the, the debt book into different portfolios. So in that way, then, so in terms of reach and time frame of us reaching the target of clearing out this debt and also encouraging people to increase our rental collection, would be much would would reach would reach it much more faster. So we then gave one debt collection company a portfolio that they focus on and that they can zoom into so that it can assist us in speeding up the process. And we are seeing slowly the results of that because our rental collection um, to date to this quarter now has gone up to 60%. And we've seen a number of payment arrangements that have come forward um, from our tenants. And we're seeing a very responsive um, approach from our tenants where because of now people have someone that they talk to and that, that is dedicated to that specific property and, um, and portfolio um, in, in this case. And then uh, these uh, units, are they available for, is it uh, rent-to-buy options or is it just purely rental stock? 
they can't be available for rent to buy. And mm. that's what we've been encouraged, um, been um, spreading the message around our tenants about. So our, our units are strictly um, rental. Mm. We cannot have a rent to buy because we're a social housing and we're empowered by the Social Housing Act. Mm. It is clearly articulated there that in the event that we want to dispose of a social housing project, mm. We will then have to get permission from the regulator, which is Shara in this case, as well as the Minister of Human Settlement. Yeah. And in this case, in, in Section 13 of the Act is clear: for you to be able to dispose, there should be an abundance or an excess of social housing. And in this case, in the city of Johannesburg, you know we have a housing issue. We have about four 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 million people sitting on the wait list for the RDPs. So there's no way we could the city could dispose mm. of the stock while there's a need for, for housing. And we have clearly articulated this to many of our tenants, and we know that there are people who are going around misleading our tenants, saying to them they should not pay um, because of after five years they should be getting um, a, a, a title deeds or sectional titles, which uh, is not the case. Uh, and that's what we... Also, if our some of our tenants are listening, we are saying to them, please be careful and wary of that because mm. of that is not true. Yeah. If you don't pay, we will have to enforce. And once we enforce, we will have to um, go the route of actually even blacklisting the tenant. And that's not a good thing to, to be done. Yeah. And how long do you, uh, how long are the, the, the contracts signed for the, the leases? So it's a two year lease uh, mm. that is renewable based on the fact that because we have a SHRA criteria that we need to satisfy. Mm. So one, you need to have not benefited from any housing program mm. or in any RTP. Mm. You, two, you have to be earning between. Um, 1,800 to 22,000 rand, mm. and you should. Um, then there's some documents that we would have to do, like credit profiling and checking and so on, and to see that you indeed qualify uh, from for, for 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 staying in our property. Mm. So, our leases are two years and they are renewable, um, provided that you still meet the requirements of Shra, because we get a lot of the subsidy from Shra, and that is that is quite important that we comply with um, okay. those standards requirements from national and just a quick one here is eviction ever a possibility here when uh, somebody uh, where is not uh, settling their debt eviction is a possibility and it is one point that as joshko we're gonna we're getting to a point where that we we have applied for some eviction orders uh for the properties because we, we we gave ourselves as a new management an opportunity to say let's engage the tenants because it makes no sense for us to engage um to say uh, people are not paying but we knew we're new management and we are not mm. um engaged with the tenants so we've engaged with the tenants on all properties we've given them an opportunity to say please come forward um to come and make payment arrangements if you want to downgrade from one unit to another maybe you want to move from a two bedroom because it's expensive uh you can afford a one bedroom now we gave them those options so in this case we are doing everything in terms of the Rental Housing Act. And in the event that people don't come forward, we will be left with no choice but to evict. And the, the issue is that in court, it's going to be easy for Joshko to prove that mm. it has satisfied all the conditions. We have had meaningful engagement sessions where the ward councillor was involved. We've given people ample time and opportunity to make payment arrangements with the debt collection companies. Okay. We've sent letters of demand, but they didn't comply. All right. Thank you very much for that. Uh, Temba Matibe is uh, the Chief Operations Officer of the City of Johannesburg Property. Uh, rather, the Joshko. Uh, he's with uh, Joshko. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, that's the Johannesburg Social Housing Company. Um, yeah, talking about uh, outstanding rent owed to the city to the amount of 250 million rand. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.